morning, everybody. Oh, it's uh, good afternoon. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Good everything. Good, good everything. everything. The, timing, uh, the timing of the sun right now is not so... Oh, yeah. Happy. Right above his head, right? I have to say, Naz, this is awkward. It's 12 o'clock. Well, I'm sorry. You know, it's a little after 12. It's 12.08. And for the first time, Kevin, you're right. Uh, Gotta give him credit. It wasn't the 12 o'clock. It was the 12.07, 12.08 show yeah. today. Yep. Uh, we've been working very hard to beat the posted times, and we beat them every day. Yeah. <laughs> we beat them every day. Well, it, it was kind of like a dare, I think, and that's why Kevin did it. Yeah. It was kind of being a <laughs> passive-aggressive by daring us to get in on time, yeah. and uh, I guess it's working. Oh, wait, wait, before we go any further, I see Susan... Ortiz is joining us today. She is one of our of, uh, uh, nurse friends who's right there on the front lines battling it out. Okay. And uh, thank you, Susan, for joining us. And uh, thank you for everything that you do. Thank you, and we yes, pray for you. you every day. Yeah, that's awesome. And you're Bob. We've got, we got Bob in the waiting room. Uh, you know, it, it's Saturday afternoon, episode 22. We are live from Rabs inside Rabs Country Lanes. And uh, our good friend, Brooklyn Zone, Staten Island Zone, whatever, yeah, else, is. whatever you want to call him. Yeah. Like, yeah. hat on because I need a haircut very badly. So I got to go. Every time I leave the house, this hat comes with me. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. Joe, welcome back to this. Thank you. Happy to be back. Happy uh, to be back. And you, you noticed we, we uh, yes. haven't been back since you moved, moved back, a little bit. Uh, yes, the panel, uh, our dais is now in a new spot, so I like it. It's, it's nice. We're on the promenade now. It's it's a it's a nice touch. Yeah. Uh, we, we we were getting bored of the of the same spot, so now this is the third move. Yeah. Uh, we were in front of the pro shop. Yeah. Uh, and then we we realized we disturbed a few folks by <laughs> not being able to use the door. I want to do that. Uh, so here we are, and yeah. it doesn't mean that we'll stay here. We might wind up back in the lanes. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're gonna. Yeah, I think we might be ready for another move. Maybe yeah. next week or the week after. Yeah. And um, keep the public guessing. Yeah, there it is. There it is. You know, you, Joe, you laugh, but you know, I, I don't know. You caught yesterday's show. Of course. You know, we talked about things happening here first. Yeah. Oh, I know. Uh, I, know. I know. People are hearing it first I here before breaking else. news. Breaking, breaking news. news. Yes. We're gonna have Joe come up with a little uh, yeah, ticker for yeah. us or yes. some, like some some music and a yes. maybe uh, perhaps. Yeah. Corona covered bowling ball, Perhaps a little, we could do that uh, with little fuzzies on it. Yeah, bowling ball with fuzzies. And, and yeah, we could do that. Ten ten wing music. Yeah, yes. I, I will say the uh, uh, coming in at coming live at twelve was definitely a challenge today. Yeah, uh, not used to that. I, I've been getting up early every day, but then today to rush and, and yeah, it, was it was a little, a little awkward. Fast this morning, uh, but you know, we, we wanted to get here early today, uh, reach you at a different time, maybe yeah. surprise you a little bit with our guests. And uh, yeah, I'm a little, I, I'm a little off. Yeah. We'll, we'll, okay. we'll figure it out. Bobby's going again. Yes, he he's going. I think because he's trying to hook up with Emily. Maybe he's trying. So to we'll uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get yeah. that. We'll get them in here. So yeah. we I, we were just talking. So it's Bob Lauren's birthday. So it is Bob Lauren's birthday. We've got this, this nice birthday cake that smells amazing. It really does. <laughs> it's very tempting sitting right near the cake. And you can't see the back of this, but Joe has eaten out yeah, the I, whole back <laughs> of the cake. It took a little bit for me and my friend the Pope here. We, 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 we shared a piece of cake. Uh, you were, and thanks to our friends at uh, Mark's Bake Shop for that. For that Thank you, Mark. Thank you, very delicious much. place. Thank wonderful. You. 
fellow bulk member. Right? When, uh, and when we get back and rolling, that's where our, our morning donuts come from. Very nice. Uh, Mark is, is, is awesome. He's uh, He's been busy. They're yeah. doing the curbside pickup. Yeah. I stopped there the other day for a sandwich and a cappuccino and poor guys, uh, I, I seemed a little nervous to be to be out and doing his thing. Uh, but thank you, Mark, for, for do, to you and your family for doing what you do. Uh, I can't wait to dig into that at, yeah, at some point. It's really good. It's not a prop. Yeah, no, it's, it's real <laughs> cake. It's real. Well, yeah. You were just talking about this cake. What were you just talking about before we came on? I said when I used to work as a maitre d' many, many years ago, my part-time job, when I used to have to cut for the bride and groom to feed their new wife and new husband, I used to go to the back of the cake, a trick that my friend Louis Deloro, if you're watching out there, taught me scoop the back of the cake out so this way the cake still looks presentable and nice and the bride and groom you cut their piece from the back of the cake oh, so just very, little you know, tricks and tips and you don't even really cut a whole piece you used to just, just like little, scoop some cream yeah. off and maybe a little bit of cake because they always inevitably the bride would put some on the groom's nose or the groom would put some on the bride's face and whatever so right. they didn't really need cake they needed whipped cream so yes. they got the cream you know i i would give them the biggest piece of cake so they could do whatever they want yeah well. but they don't and it's funny in a wedding how much do you, you eat like you eat so much do, do, do the bride and groom really get to enjoy that not really i can't tell you how many times we used to clean up the whole dais and their plates were still full yeah and, you know so yeah. but yeah and the yeah. top layer they freeze and the top layer is supposed to freeze and have it on your one year anniversary and yeah god that was a long time ago that was like i'm like this. wow that was many many years ago like 25 26 years ago i did that feels like yesterday wow that's a long time reminiscent a little bit reminiscent because initially abc didn't pay me the big bucks i had to work <laughs> <laughs> but, but now but now well but now you're right you know, now as my dad used to say sometimes i can consider myself the hoi polloi and not the riffraff <laughs> <laughs> He's bougie. <laughs> yes. No, well, far, far from it. There are people making a lot more than me in that place, believe me. But I'm comfortable and I'm happy. Uh, but, you know, we, we need uh, we need you guys to do what you're doing. You've been working. You've been working. Oh, in, my God. I've been working, I think, harder from home than when I go in. So I'm saving on my dry cleaning. And I'm saving on my on my cars tolls, going back right, and forth. Right, right. The, yeah, the wage works I'm saving on. Uh, yeah, so it's been a bit of an adventure. But working from home has been quite busy. Yeah, it's television, so it's always changing. Program changes, and yeah. Tomorrow's going to be the first day in 26 days that uh, I actually stay home probably the, all, the whole time. Uh, and, and I know that's going to be challenging. That's yeah, a challenge. That's a challenge. <laughs> and I love my family. Yeah, but maybe you could actually stay in the house all day without me. It's, it's been nice to, yeah. uh, to, to zip out. Yeah. And uh, all right, this is that's a good sign. Yeah. Uh, it's been nice to zip out, come here, do this, of course, yeah, and yeah. get some things done. Sure. Try to get ahead or, or catch up. Sure. Uh, again, nobody should have an excuse that that to do yeah. list get is as large as yeah. it is. Get right, it, it should be clean. Get it should be nice and clean. Yeah. But you know, it's when, uh, as far as work is concerned, like you were saying, it's it's harder to work from home. I feel it is because sometimes, yeah. you have to be uh you definitely have to be more structured yeah you know you can't just you know wake up like you usually do you have to set aside yeah. specific time yeah and 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 force yourself to be focused on work at that time right yeah, yeah. I, I, I actually find myself getting downstairs to my man cave down in the basement where my office is set up now and i try to log on by 8 30 every day yeah. um so it's i've been getting into that routine now this week coming up will be week four week four that we'll start working from home so yeah just remember somebody's always watching so if you don't log in somebody somebody no, I, knows no, I, i'm always the first one from my department <laughs> I, I don't tell that for a moment i am the I ultra early bird yeah yeah so today is saturday yeah. 
I, I, episode 22, I keep saying it, but we got into the 20s. This, I, I don't I don't know. Yeah. Uh, day yeah. 26 of the quarantine, episode 22. Yeah. You guys have been awesome and, and tuning in with us every day. And, and we're really having fun doing this. It's a, it, this is fun. I look forward to my Saturday outing so I get out and come here and <laughs> be, be with my friends and get to do a live show. And our co-host, Joe Bruno, I know you're out there yeah, somewhere. B, we miss you. My right-hand man. <laughs> my right-hand man, Joe B. Not here, but he's... He's here. He's in my heart. And we are outside the 710 studio. Yes, we're right outside 710 studio, our, our Monday night. This is the place to be on Monday nights. <laughs> when you're at Rabs, if you get invited to Studio 710, you're in the happening place. So <laughs> hopefully we get that baby fired up real soon and get back on the lanes. But time will tell. You're going to have... You're gonna have a lot of catching up. Oh on yeah, that. your first your first show on a Monday night before oh, yeah. bowling is gonna have to start at like five o'clock. I think we I, I may have to take that day off of work and maybe get here super early that day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's Naz. It's Saturday, and we've dubbed Saturday. What do we dub Saturday here on Live from Rabs? We have dubbed it Pro Bowler. Pro Bowler and uh, slash Hall of Famer fame. Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, today we've got two two great friends of ours, uh, uh, Bob Learn, and of course the one and only Amleto Monticelli joining us. Uh, I think we should bring them in. Let's bring them in. Come on in. Let's Hi. In. There they are. Well, look, you got the center picture. Hey, guys. Can you see me? Yeah, we can see you. Yeah, we can see you. Can see you. How are we doing? Can they hear us? Can you hear can us? Can you hear us? Hey, guys. I can hear you. <laughs> oh, Bob, can you hear us? Amleto, can you hear us? Amleto's older than me. Can hear us? He's struggling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm here. Uh, <laughs> but we, we, we go. We see you. You didn't know this was bilingual. It is now. <laughs> it is now. We love it. Oh, can you hear us? Spanish and English. <laughs> All right, Arigato. Say Amleto, how are you? He can hear Bob, he can't hear He hears Bob, but he doesn't hear us. Right. Hey. Try that again. Bob, test him, test him, see if he can hear you. Amleto, you can hear me, right? Yes, I can. But you but cannot you hear them. No. That's not good. No, he cannot hear you guys. That's that's terrible. Oh, that's not good. Hey, uh, you know what? Do we uh, um, uh, let him have him exit and come back in? Amleto. Yes. Yes. Close the app. Go back to the invite and come back in because your audio is not working. That's what well, I did when you told me. So I do it again. <laughs> yes. I think you got to do it one more time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hey, Bob. Hi, yeah. Bob. Hey, guys. How are you? How you doing? Good. How are you guys doing? Doing okay. Good to hear from you. Yeah, we're getting by. We're getting by. How was uh, how's how was things down there in Tennessee? Well, I mean, you know, it's crazy everywhere, right? Uh, we obviously are dealing with cases in this area, but nothing like you guys have. You know, my daughter lives in Brooklyn, so she's right in the middle of it there, and uh, you know, just doing what we're supposed to do: stay in and try to be safe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, good, good. Amleto, welcome back. Can you hear us now? Yes, I can. How are you? There we go. There we go. I love it. And and Bob, test him out. Can you hear Bob? Amleto, can you hear me? Yes, I can. All right. Okay, so we've got 
Well, good. So you got his hearing aid. That's good. <laughs> wow, he's really hitting them hard about being old. You know, these guys spend a lot of time together, so I can only imagine what they what they do do to each other. Yeah, they have yeah. matching shirts on. I noticed. So you guys really coordinated. Good, very good. We didn't get yeah, the match. <laughs> yeah, no, we didn't. Sorry. We picked a team concept to heart here. All so right, we really right. like it. Hey, hey, Bob, happy birthday! Happy birthday! Thank you, guys. Uh, we appreciate you. We appreciate both of you guys taking the time out and joining us today. Yep. Uh, this has been a, a. I'm sure as Naz told you, this has been a fun 22 days here. Uh, we've been going live every day and touching base with our uh, bowling community, our, our local community, and anybody out there that's been watching. And uh, you know, having guys like you come on and, and talk bowling yeah. uh, is awesome. So we really appreciate Definitely. you taking the time, especially on a holiday weekend yeah. and your birthday. And yeah. your birthday. Well, you know, I'll do anything for you guys. You know that. And and you're in a brand new house. You just moved, right? In the middle of all this? Yeah, well, that's kept me busy. That's the good part, right? I mean, I'd be bored otherwise. So uh, it kind of happened at the right time, I guess. Uh, the only problem with that is you have to move by yourself. So myself yeah. and my wife, I mean, we did it all. And wow. uh, I wouldn't recommend that, especially not, you know, at 58. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he finally, he finally got some workout done. <laughs> oh, wow. yeah. the, only, the only difference is my workout, I get something accomplished. Oh. And it doesn't require mirrors. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, hey, where were you today? Where were you coming in from today? Say that again? Where are you today? Are you, oh, are you in Miami. Miami. Oh, yeah. very okay. nice. Yeah. Nice. I love close, closing the house. Okay. And then where were you going to go from there? Well, it all depends when we when we can get out again. I believe uh, hopefully end of May we're going to be bowling in uh, in um, Brentwood, I believe, or Las Vegas. Very good. It's actually Texas. Oh, Texas, Lubbock, yeah. yeah. It's one of those. One of those. It's not likely, I don't think, but, you know, that is the schedule as it sits. Yeah, so, the, and, and obviously we don't know, so until the, the states come down and say more about um, right. yeah. getting together, I would imagine. Uh, and so, uh, I'm a, you're talking about the, <laughs> the senior tour. Yeah. <laughs> is that, we're, we're talking about the senior tour? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and so, and I, what's that experience? What has that experience been like for you guys bowling out of the senior tour when you can? Go ahead, Bob. Well, I mean, personally, it's been great. I kind of walked away from the game uh, for a little while when I got off the regular tour, and it was a way for me to just re reignite with uh, everybody. Uh, you know, we get together every year. It's like a reunion. And uh, not only that, I get to compete against the guys that – uh, we're really good back in the day. And honestly, those guys are still really good. I really thought when I came back, I'm like, okay, they've been bowling right through and they're going to be a little beat up. But that wasn't the case. And we get new blood coming in every season. This year, Jason Couch uh, is one. Uh, Chris Barnes, another. Uh, it's not getting any easier. It's certainly as tough as it's ever been on a senior tour. But it keeps us uh, relevant, I guess, and certainly from a coaching a perspective it, it allows us to evolve with the game and, and you know we can tr basically give that information to the people that we teach 
Awesome. Awesome. What about yeah. for you, Leto? I agree with Bob with everything he says. Uh, for me, also, it's more like a, like he said, like a reunion. You can get to see the guys that you compete with them in the 1980s, 90s. Uh, and at the same time, it's like a little more relaxed atmosphere. I mean, we still have the, the competitive uh, feel of it. Uh, but after you're done, it's more about, you know, getting together and have fun, go to dinner. You know, it's not like uh, it's not tense. You know, it's, it's a lot less uh, pressure, I believe. So, Amleta, we had a funny story yesterday <laughs> when we shared that you were coming on today. Uh, we had a woman... Uh, in our messages tell us that she remembered when you guys used to come to Atlantic City at the and bowl at the showboat because all the women would be out on the boardwalk in the morning because you would run on the beach in the morning. <laughs> wow, this is a new one. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 did you run on the beach in the mornings? Yes, I did. All right, well, there you go. So it's a story. <laughs> yes, they knew. And actually, we were trying to dig up a picture because we thought that one of them might have had a picture. So if that appears sometime before we're done, we will be sharing it with everyone. Okay, that's fine. I like that. <laughs> you were being watched. Whether you know it or not, you were being watched when you were out there running. Uh, hey, on the theme of you two bantering with each other, uh, I've got a, I got a question from, from Kevin Brock. Uh, so... I'm gonna have Amleto. You're gonna answer this first. So, who has the edge when it comes to a head-to-head -head against the, the two the two of you guys? Ah, there you go. Well, uh, on the senior tour, I believe Bob, I think, might be two to one ahead of me. I, I'm not sure. And on the other tour, I don't know. I can't remember. Maybe <laughs> once I remember beating him, but I don't know if we bowled too many times together in the you know, like in the TV show or so. Mm -hmm. I don't know if Bob yeah, has better memory than me. Well, you're referring to the TV shows in general. I think I think that is our. Well, we've only bowled one time on a regular tour against right. each other, and that was at uh, um, down yeah, Virginia yeah. Beach. Yeah, you're in a final. Yeah, and uh, then on the senior tour, we've hit each other three times, and I think we are two and one. But listen, I mean, we've encountered, <laughs> we had so many matches over the years, so many years that we've competed against each other. Uh, but you know. It's one of those things, it's, it's odd because, you know, regardless if you win or lose uh, in match play, you just want the other guy to at least pull a great game and have enough pins to, to benefit from the match, you know. So, uh, but you do have to set that aside, being friends and, and, and do what you can to win. But uh, you never want to see you know, a good friend uh, bowl bad. Right. That's true. <laughs> you know that, that you guys are good sports. That's true. They are, they are good sports. Well, actually, you know, when we bought together and I lost, I was happy for him because either one, whoever won, you know, we we knew we we're gonna be happy anyway. It doesn't matter. I mean, right. you still compete. You're still trying to beat him. But at the end of it, you know, great if he won, or great if if I won. It didn't matter. Well, and also, if one of us wins. That's dinner with a nice bottle. Exactly. And, you know, so there's benefits. So it's a win-win situation. Yes. That's good. So, so do you feel that that's a newer thing, bowling on the senior tour? Would, would you have imagined that uh, 
back in the day on the PBA tour? Or was it more, um, a little bit more competitive on the PBA tour? Well, uh, in my my personal opinion, when you, you know, when we started bowling on the PBA, regular PBA tour, here you are uh, like trying to reach your goals. And, you know, and the goals were maybe cashing that week and then the next week and try to make the top 24 and eventually make the show and eventually win one day. So you, you were more like uh, striving, you know, like uh, working really hard to win. Here we got the experience. Uh, we, we know a lot about the game, the mental game and all those things. So you just try to actually build up your own puzzle to, to, to make that happen. So it's, it's not that it's, it, well, I, I don't know if it's the right word saying easier, but with the experience, uh, even though you're always going to be a little nervous, but you can control that. Yeah. Back then, you know, you're trying to compete. You're trying to be better every week. So it's a little more stress, I think. Yeah. I mean, personally, raising a family when I was younger, obviously, there was more on the line. You're taking care of, uh, you know, your family. And now, I mean, obviously, myself, my wife, but uh, it is it is more laid back. We're not out there trying to prove anything we are there for the competition and like Amato said when you're starting you're, you're really trying to prove yourself and the whole thing you know uh, when you look back on uh, what they call a career uh, you never even realize you're having a, a career you're just trying to go week to week and get the best results each week and then uh, you end up becoming old enough and someone someone comes up and says wow what a great career you had you're like huh <laughs> because you're never really thinking about that. You're like grinding, just trying to get to the next week and get the most out of it. Right. Okay. That's true. That's true. So if I can jump in with a couple of bowling questions for the two guys here. Um, you guys had very different types of games the way that you – like, Bob, you were more – you always kind of reminded me more of like a Marshall Holman, like a Dell Ballard, like more of a low on the approach, get the ball into the lane uh, early. Where uh, I'm Leto, more like a Mark Roth type from back in the day, holding the ball up under your chin. And then as you used to come back, as they used to say, you used to like to start the lawnmower when you used to throw that, right? So you guys had very different types, okay? Um, approaches, the way that you um, put the ball down. When you were bowling against an opponent, did you feel you had a better opportunity or a better chance against a guy that was more your type or more the or more of the more of the other type? Like say, Bob, were you more comfortable against guys who bowled similar to you or would you rather face someone who had a totally different type of game? Well, so there's two things there. One, if you're in the finals and you're bowling right. against a lot of people that bowl like yourself, right. then you're probably bowling in your element, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so when you bowl against someone, like for instance, I throw the ball very hard. I use my legs a lot when I bowl. Is, right. is so does Emleto, but I use them more because I hold the ball low. Right. And actually, I was trying to emulate Marshall Holman uh, with my style. I just didn't put my other hand on the ball, and so right. that's a pretty good observation, Frank. Right. Uh, uh, but so when I'm bowling at someone who's opposite of me, and it may mean that they're in their element, and I'm just there trying to make the best of a week. So right. I generally like to bowl against people that throw it more like myself because I know that it's my A game and I'm able to go and do what I feel comfortable doing. 
That's a great answer. And what yeah. I feel the same way, exactly like him. Uh, I feel yeah. more comfortable if I'm bowling somebody that bowls closer, you know, like me, because I know he's going to play the same area. And right. if I'm struggling, I kind of can see what ball is he using and what surface and, and sure. what part, you know, what is he doing. Uh, uh -huh. when, when you bowl with somebody like Walter Ray, which is completely different. Sure. And um, it all depends on the condition, the, the pair that you hit. So it's, it's too many variations that you cannot control at that moment in, in only one game. Uh -huh. Sure. That's a good point. Um, so question again for e each of you. Um, I asked this question to Del Ballard last week, so I'll ask you, you guys too. Who was the one opponent that was the proverbial pebble in your shoe that every time <laughs> that you used to bowl against them, you were like, I can't shake this guy. I throw, you know, uh, I say I throw a four-bagger, he comes back and throws a four-bagger. I throw a triple, he throws a triple. Who's the one guy that you, you felt was always that one guy that put the most pressure on you whenever you bowl him? Well, personally, for me, I mean, Norm Duke seems to have my number. Um, uh, he uh, he tends to have uh, some fortunate breaks, or, you know, he does carry uh, pretty well with his touch. But uh, I've, I've gotten in 10 frames on TV shows, and, you know, when he needed a double, he always got it. Uh, regardless if it was flush or not, it just didn't matter. So he's pretty much had my number, and uh, uh, I would say he's probably the the one that is that pebble in my shoe. And uh, what's, what's worse is, you know, I don't have many guys that are smaller or shorter than me, and he's both. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer. That's a good answer. He did that to a lot of people, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, for me, uh, it's Walter Ray. You know, it, it, it was always a, it's always a good match. It's always a really tough match. Uh -huh. um, I, I can't really remember, like, like uh, games, like we were not close, you know, like he ran out of it or I ran out of it. It's always like, like a pressure situation. And right. pretty much we Norm Duke the same. Yeah. The difference with, you know, like me and Walter Ray and, and me and Norm Duke, Walter Ray, he, you know, after we got done, he, you know, if he lost, he wasn't really mad at all uh but on the other hand norm duke he really get mad if really? Really, wow. i mean really bad so yeah. it's just difference you know but uh basically those two uh are always like uh putting a lot of pressure no matter how good you ball they're all gonna they're gonna be close yeah so what he meant to say was that he enjoys beating norm duke more because of the <laughs> That's what it sounded like to us. Yeah. Pretty much like that, yeah. Sure, yeah, sure. So, Bob, here's an interesting thing. Uh, you were here with Jason Couch about, I want to say, maybe nine years ago or so, and you guys did um, a clinic here, and we were in one of the rooms, and you guys were, you know, saying about how you got on the tour and what it took to, you know, uh, win, and then we actually got onto the, onto the lanes. We put our shoes on, a bunch of us went and bowled, you stood in back of me and watched me throw about three or four shots. And you said to me, I want you to try something. I want you to put the ball down a little lower, not as low as like you you, uh, ha, you know, had it, but put it down a little bit lower under your belt. And when you push the ball away, I want you to just push a little slight, a little bit left, just get it a slight push left. And that should free your, your arm up and you'll have a more relaxed arm swing. A week later, ball in league, I bowled my first 800 series. So I wanted to say that. <laughs> thank you. I've been waiting nine years to say thank you. 
He's been here since, though. I know. I missed him. I missed him. <laughs> and for Leno, we had an encounter at Carolina Lane's falling in the Pro-Am about maybe around, it might have been about seven or eight years ago. Me and a bunch of my friends went to bowl, and you came over and bowled a game with us, and you were very pleasant and polite, you know, hanging out with the guys. And, and uh, a friend of mine said, so when you're done bowling competitively, what what do you want to do, Amleto? What do you what is the one thing that you you could say after I'm done bowling, this is what I want to do. I want to do something big. And your answer to him was, I want to go back home to Barquisa Meto and I want to open up a nightclub with a bowling alley in the basement. <laughs> so I want to know, is that still on your radar or have you already done it? No, no, actually, uh not really. I mean, I still, I, I believe that like Bob and I, we have so much passion for the game. Mm -hmm. Like uh, we're bowling now, we're coaching. And, uh, you know, you start finding out the things that actually uh, you feel like you can, you can do without actually waiting to end of it. You know, you want, you want to do it with, you right. know, because you have the passion. And that's the thing that is what I call the element. The element is to find things that you know that you want to do no matter what. And right. coaching has been actually in the last few years something that I'm really getting more passionate about because the, the gratification that we get when you see someone trying and, and working the things that you're trying to, you know, to help them out and then you see them improve and they see the big smile in their face is, yeah. is very, you know, it's great. Sure. And, but I think... I cannot see more, nothing after that, you know, right. is the thing right now. Nice. Well, if you decide you do want to open that up, I'll come down there, I'll have a drink, I'll maybe <laughs> go a little bit, and then we'll go downstairs and bowl. So maybe you can tell us a little bit about uh, the coaching clinics that you guys do and how you two hooked up together. Well, wow. I mean, we've been lifelong friends, right? And, um, uh, we have done uh, clinics uh, over the years uh, on and off together. And I really got into to coaching when I became part of USBC uh, coaching and uh, started doing, you know, bigger things, I guess. And, uh, and w was able to create better materials. And when I left there, uh, I talked to Amleto about doing more of these things together and we set up trips all over the, the world in, in South America, uh, Europe, Asia. We've, we've done them everywhere. And uh, for me, it, it's really a win-win because we do have a shared passion. Uh, a lot of the things that he's learned from coaching has come from our time together, and which makes it a great match because we, we do think similarly and we work uh, similarly so that when you're working with people, you're not confusing them. So we really do well there. And uh, secondly, most importantly, when we're in South America, he speaks a heck of a lot better Spanish. <laughs> Bob, you don't want to give us a little bit of your Spanish? Just a little? Well, I, I've really become fluent in all the swear words by watching Amleto Bowl. <laughs> you know, we used to get fined for that, but not Amleto. And, and then when, when Mika came out, he'd do the same thing. He'd be yelling at the top of his lungs, and nobody would say a thing, but he was just swearing. And Amleto would do the same thing. And I'm like, he's swearing. We, but nobody knew, right? So 
<laughs> but, I, but I've learned from him, and, and I'm really fluent in swear words. <laughs> that's good. All right. Oh, that's fine. That is fun. <laughs> you got no comeback there, huh, Mono? No, he I knows know it's true. Say, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, uh, the clinics that we've been doing uh, since 2014, actually, that's when we started with Bowling Revolutions. Um, and like he said, you know, we travel everywhere. And uh, and obviously, uh, the I started doing it at home with the kids in my hometown. But with Bob, you know, I learned so much, you know, through the years. Uh, things that I, I cannot see it and understood it, but at the same time, he had different uh, approaches, how to fix uh, different things, you know, in the games. And uh, the, the great thing is like both of them work. So when it doesn't work one of them with one border, it works with, with the other one. So we got different things to fix one uh, at the same time. So it's not just one way. And that's the great thing, you know, and, and that, that's we start to see. And at the same time, uh, as you know, like in my career, my, my uh, workout routine uh, is very important. And that's things that we can apply to the kids uh, growing up because we want to make this sport like a real sport. We want people, you know, to understand that not, it's not just throwing a bowling ball. You need to be fit. You need to work out your legs and, and things like that. So it's, it's more like a school. You know, it's, it's a whole thing. And then the, on the other hand, the mental game and the, you know, how to control your emotions when you bowl and, and, and strategies that you need to do uh, when you're reaching out the point that your mind is start now confusing you and, and your inner voice telling you the wrong things and you try to work with that. So it's, it's, a, it's a complete package that we have that, uh, and that's why we, you know, we work out perfect. Yeah, we couldn't have two uh, another more uh, two other great ambassadors for yeah, our sport. Really, for sure. uh, who, uh, and, and doing what you're doing now has been great. You guys have been here yeah. uh, doing your your thing. Uh, you will be back. Uh, we've we'll, got to get you back on the calendar after all this is done. And Michelle Durkin pointed that out. Yeah. Michelle's the one we thought but might I have had the picture. The, had yeah. the photo of you with no shirt on. Yeah, uh, oh. running to <laughs> So if she does find it and you guys come back soon, there's a beach she, right down here. She might, have, yeah, she might have you autograph that photo. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, we, we know we have to have you guys back because you guys really, and you know, they say, they say it, but they complement each other really well. They yeah, work well absolutely. together. And then absolutely. when they come and even when they have other, other guys with, and ladies with them, uh, they're, they're very focused. Uh, and and I, that's it's a testament to the the, the revolutions program yeah. that you've built. Uh, it, one of our junior bowlers is is, uh, is tuned in with us, Maya, and uh, she's specifically asking, "Hey, uh, you know, we're home. How do we? How, what can we really do to to prepare while we're not uh, on the lanes or at home?" This has been a common a commonly asked yeah. question, and we've been asking this uh, yeah. of, of everyone, one, yeah, and everyone has been able to provide something different. Uh, and so no pressure, uh, but <laughs> if you had to give your best advice for while working at home, what, what, what might it be? Good well, uh, well, I mean, to me, like uh, when uh, I'm not bowling, okay, for example, like uh, when I want to take a couple of weeks off, the basic things to, to actually stay in shape so when I come back to bowling, I don't feel so much out of, you know, like 
out of uh, timing, let's say, is working out, you know, with your legs. The legs work out like, you know, like uh, lunges, uh, do stuff. You know, so much stuff that you can find out through the through the internet that uh, actually helps a lot. I mean, I have a lot of workout routines that actually I'm sharing with uh, the kids that on the on the school and the kids that I know. Uh, but basically, uh, you need to stay fit. Uh, in order, uh, so when you come back to bowling, you know you're not gonna feel like the bowling ball is so heavy. Uh, you know you're 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 out of balance and all that. And it's very yeah. important to keep that. So it doesn't necessarily have to be bowling specific; just general fitness. General fitness, because if like in this moment we cannot bowl. I wish we could bowl, but we can't, right? So uh, you know you can use your bowling ball. Uh, you know, you, you, so many things that you can do, actually, I've been doing. And actually, I put some posts on my Instagram about, you know, the workout routine. Uh, Heather DeRico, who is uh, another bowler, she's got a great uh, workout routine that she put every time on, on Instagram. So they, they should follow her, too. And they can see all the workouts that you can do at home while, you know, while you cannot bowl. There you go. Yeah. Follow uh, Amleto on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So that from a from a physical standpoint, Amlato's you know right to stay active and and be fit. Uh, the other side of that is when you practice or have practice, if you're doing it correctly, uh, you download the good shots and you delete the bad ones from your memory as much as possible when you're practicing, and therefore you build a positive library of images that you can draw on and to visualize yourself bowling perfectly and throwing great shots with good feel and uh, great results. Uh, and visualization is a great way to be able to get uh, to where you feel like you have been practicing, mm-hmm. that you are throwing the ball great, the timing feels perfect, the feel off your hand, everything is really where you want it to be. And just having that positive affirmation of uh, uh, the fact that you're bowling and bowling well. Then you go back out in the lanes, your body feels it, believes it, Mm-hmm. And you've been you know, working to stay fit so you can actually do it. So, uh, you know, both both those really work well together. Actually, uh, but what, what Bobby's saying also, I, I used to do it a lot when, I, when I'm flying. Like uh, if I had to go from one stop to another. And I was doing that when I was on the plane, trying to visualize myself, getting relaxed first, and then start to see myself throwing the bowling ball. And it's amazing. You go to the lanes and you're feeling exactly the same thing that I was doing when I was on the plane. Just because when you visualize, you're actually feeling it. Yes. So it's like not only thinking about it, but you're feeling it. And when you start feeling it, and this game is a lot of feel. So when you get to the lanes, you feel like, wow, you're doing it. You know, you, you feel that you're doing the same thing that you were trying to visualize. Yeah. I, that's something I think is really overlooked yeah, in the mental game is mm-hmm. visualization and that goes back i know team usa uses it and I, you know i know that it's a uh, it's very very uh and it's not just bowling other sports use it too so it's a proven proven method yes yeah. unless of course you visualize yourself leaving the greek church a big four we try not Positive to that. visualization. That's it. Delete the bad ones. Yeah. <laughs> reset. Reset. So, uh, both of you mentioned uh, the the school or, or uh, and uh, coaching. And Bob, we know that you are uh, the head coach at uh, 
Martin Methodist uh, College. You want to talk a little bit about that? Uh, yeah, um, Emlato, you can you can uh, start. I'll, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's been doing it for a few years. I believe three or four years. Uh, last year, I helped him out going with some to some tournaments with him. Just All right, because, I'm done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just because he needed some help uh, with the with the ladies, you know, it's so many kids, and just by himself, it's very hard. So yep. he proposed to me to go there and work with him. And actually, this coming September, I will be there, starting with the uh, working with the girls. Very nice. Oh, that's ex that's awesome. Yeah. So he's gonna he's gonna be our ladies head coach, uh, which is great. We've really grown the program a lot over three years, and we've gotten to a number that it's you know barely manageable. And I need someone else like an Emilio to to be there and be able to take some of that uh, time. Uh, with these other players that I haven't been able to spend enough time with, right? And then also be dedicated to the women. So I think that you know we're gonna we're gonna really do some cool things together. Uh, again, uh, he has been here a few times already, so you know that that's where he came up with the idea that you know this is something he would love to do. Uh, and um, he's he's seen some of the talent that we have, and we've had we have some really good players uh, mm -hmm. on our squad right now, and we've done a pretty good job retaining uh, this year, even though we lost some key players, be able to get some uh, good retention with the players that we have and then bringing in uh, equal talent, if not better talent, than we had. So uh, it's going to be fun. The ladies did well this year. The men, uh, we were so looking forward to going to nationals. Uh, we actually had some people flying down to Dallas because that's where we had to go for the ITC sectionals. And uh, some of those that couldn't afford uh, to fly uh, because that's separate from NAIA. So we do that as a separate trip. Uh, and normally it's in Smyrna, which is about 45 minutes for us, but we are drawn uh, for Dallas. So we had to make the 10 and a half hour drive and drove 10 hours of that drive when they canceled the event. Wow. Oh, wow. Uh, so, I mean, the one benefit that the people that were with me at the time is that the, we stayed the night went to the ITRC uh, and uh, worked out on the lanes. Rod Ross spent some time with them, kind of going over what Team USA does and stuff that I used to do when I was there. And so that was a cool experience to get out of a bad situation. But uh, I really, really thought that our teams had legit uh, uh, opportunities to, to go all the way this year. Um, and so it's sad for our seniors that, that weren't able to, I guess, see their final season to the end. Uh, but it certainly uh, hasn't uh, uh, taken away the burning desire for the rest of the squad to, to try to finish it off for them next season. We we were just on house party uh, a couple of days ago, and Leno and I, with separate groups of our kids, uh, we're going to do Zoom this week uh, to be able to stay in touch and go over some of the things that we want to see them do over the break and get ready for next season. They're, of course, still finishing up their two weeks of uh, school uh, left so they're online learning right now and with, once you get past that then we can start talking about our bowling program for next season so so as a uh, as a coach uh, what are the, some of the things that you look for in high school seniors uh, as far as skill set okay well you know skill sets one thing right you can see that they have 
what it takes either uh, by having a great release or some real good solid fundamentals. Um, I, I look at both those as being great potential and being able to build a bowler over four years. So that's different than what we do in these clinics in one day. Now we get it for four years, so the potential. So all you need is something to start with and know, uh, secondly, that they're passionate about what they're doing. Mm-hmm. We put a lot of time in, and if you're not passionate, you'll burn out, or you'll lose focus. And we have the longest season of any college uh, programs. So they've got to be engaged, and they've got to be passionate to be able to come out and uh, and play. And then thirdly, I do look for those that have played other sports. Why? Because they've been taught more discipline. Unfortunately, yeah. we haven't uh, really been able to implement disciplines that other sports have. And so that means that they're more willing to do things that you're asking them to do. They realize that if they need to run, they need to run. And if you haven't been brought up in uh, any other sport and you haven't been brought up in a program that has done things well, then you have kids that just, you know, they, they just don't buy into it as well and they don't do the things they're asked as well. So being that they play in another sport, that's certainly uh, an attribute for, for, for me as far as choosing who, uh, who I'd really like to have come. Yeah, I totally agree. Amelio? Yes, I agree 100% with Bob. And uh, one of the things that uh, I tell the kids most of the time when I, when I see them, I get to talk to them about, you know, what do we need to get better? And I said, you know, talent is one thing, but passion is something that we cannot teach. You know, if you have the passion and you have discipline, it doesn't matter, you know, as much your talent. You can have a lower, less yeah. talent, and but they have the passion and they have the discipline. They are gonna overcome the talent. They, eventually, they, they will get really good. But somebody somebody with a lot of talent that doesn't have the discipline and the passion cannot. You know, you cannot reach goals that way. You know, you just can't. You know, it's, it's a whole it's a whole package that we have to try to you know to input you know put in in each of them and try to make them understand it's just not the talent. You need to work harder. You need to sacrifice. You need to to do many things in order to to achieve your goals. You know, when, um, when I was with USBC coaching, we'd go out to the Olympic Training Center out in Colorado Springs for seminars and uh, uh, with other sports and different uh, speakers. And the one day, uh, the reason why that resonates with me is um, when it comes to discipline and, and passion is in every sport, the way they uh, pretty much separated the elite players from people that were really good at a sport but never really took it uh, any further was the fact that they could deal with the boredom of doing the same thing over oh, and over God. and over without, you know, with and, and the people that went to the elite level, they, they never got bored of doing that. They would just go in and do it, and they they do it as long as they could. And uh, much different than someone that, uh, again, with a long season, you have someone that's not passionate, they may seem like they're the go-getter at first, but if they don't have that driving passion, they're just going to kind of burn out and kind of uh, not be as focused. And, you know, the most important part of the season is the end of the season. When we have the big tournaments, uh, it is a long season. They have a lot of work at school, uh, so they have to juggle a lot. So it really takes passion to make it all work. Hey, uh, you guys have uh, – you- 
you guys have traveled around the world for bowling uh, and for, for, for pleasure as well at the same time. Uh, your favorite places to travel to, and and Venezuela can't be one of them. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, Italy. I think we I think we would both say Italy because Italy. we've made trips there. We've we've had some long trips there. Both our wives and uh, us we we love a lot about Italy. The history, Amleto, of course, likes it because uh, his father came from Italy, and uh, his family, you know, is is Italian. Um, but I mean, I love the culture. Uh, we both, we both. The well, food, the wine, the I mean, coffee. We, we may go for a glass of wine every now and then. You know, it'll be my birthday and all I got to have one standing by. <laughs> and the food, the culture, everything about it. I think we we both really enjoy the time uh, in the Amalfi and, and, and areas like that. They're just beautiful. Uh, even though we've, we've, again, we've been to a lot of great places, but I know that I, I think we spent more time in Italy than any other. Mm -hmm. Yes. I was I was gonna um, I was gonna ask you. I asked the same question to Jason Palmonte two weeks ago. His family has an Italian background, and a lot of his family came from Italy. And instead of coming here, they went south and wound up in Australia. So was it the same? How how about you guys? Was your family on the fence about whether to come here or go down south? So was it a South America thing for you guys? Well, uh, actually, that's a good question. Uh, I, I believe like in the early 1900s, the people who migrated from Italy, they mm -hmm. went to the U.S. Okay. A lot of people like uh, I believe, well, I can't mention anybody, but I remember talking to people about that. Now, after Second World War II, you know, World War II, the, uh, the people migrate more to Argentina, Venezuela, uh -huh. uh, Chile, Brazil. Right. So it it it, it all, it all uh, depends what time of the, of the century they they migrate the con their country. Yeah, that's right. So we're kind of paisans then. So, yes. So, <laughs> all right. All right. I, that's good. good. <laughs> just that New York. Paisans. Just that. You see, if you would have wound up in Brooklyn, you and I could have hung out together because we're about the same age. You know? Actually, in in New York, I mean, uh, so many Italian people that I met, you know, in New yeah. York City, you know, Long Island, um, yeah. you know, we got re great restaurants like Giuseppe's that in Long Island, and oh, yeah, sure. it's, it's kind of fun because you get to speak the language and, and you, know, oh, yeah. you know, the culture. And, you get to speak the Brooklyn Italian, right? Yeah, Brooklyn Italian. <laughs> yeah, forget about it. Forget about it. I'm, I'm from the whole, Johnny Traglia. Johnny Traglia is from my hometown, or I'm from his hometown. Right. So we're boys. Grew up in uh, Brooklyn and... Uh, yeah, jo Johnny was, uh, and he still is, next to you guys, he's my favorite bowler of all yeah. time. You you guys are right there, too. Yes, so. he is, he is uh, one of the people that I admire the most uh, as a bowler, as a person, yeah, everything. Yep, and when we hang out with on the senior tour. Oh, my God. And the stories he has is oh, just yeah. fantastic. You can <laughs> sit down with him for hours, and you will not get bored. No, for sure. Yeah. He's Italian and he's from Brooklyn, so he tells good stories. Yes. <laughs> yes. Give him a glass of wine and you're, 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 the stories don't oh, start. Oh, you're fine. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> I, I love when Johnny stops here yeah. uh, and uh, doing his thing. Yeah. He's working, uh, but it's just a, it, we've got a great relationship that goes back a long, a long way with our yeah, families. Sure, yeah. Yeah. And uh, 
it just there's always another story. And how does it, I, it, it's like one of those things. How does that ever happen? How do you have a new story every? I see you all the time, and yeah. then there's just another new story, yeah. which is. And he uh, he always goes back to his roots here in Brooklyn, which does. is which is which is really cool. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, about the fourth glass of wine, he tends to come up with <laughs> two. Uh, that's, that's all of us, no problem. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Uh, you know, we were talking about traveling. One of, one of our viewers, uh, Mr. Marks, was asking, uh, are there any states that you haven't traveled in the United States? That's a random question for today. That is a random question, yeah. No. Uh, I don't know about you, Emlato, but uh, North Dakota, maybe? Maybe. Yeah, Nebraska. I don't think I've ever been there. Uh, oh, you, I think you've been to Nebraska. I have? Yeah. Oh, maybe in the, in the, yeah, maybe Omaha? In the tournament. Omaha. We yeah. bought the... Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's in Nebraska. They didn't that's move Nebraska. it. I can't remember what... I don't know what state we haven't been there. I don't know. I think Certainly. North Dakota... I think North Dakota is the only place that we, we haven't been through. Uh, you know, we've been to Alaska. I mean, last year we went to Alaska in December to do yeah, a clinic. I mean, oh my God. talk about passion or stupidity, one of the two. <laughs> <laughs> it was cold, really cold. At Fairbanks, it was, I don't know, it was below, <laughs> below zero without any wind. <laughs> All right, question for the both of you. Your most memorable moment on the lanes. Well, for, for me, I mean, it's pretty easy with the show that I had in my hometown. Yeah. Um, I just, you can't, I can't, I can't write a better script than that. That has to be the most memorable day of my life. Uh, it was just, uh, you know, last week was the 24th anniversary of that. So um, I still get reminded of it often because it's still a record and people still remind me of it. And, and I get to see a lot of people on that show from my hometown that were great friends that may no longer be here in a lot of cases. Uh, uh, and it was a time and place where our city, uh, you know, Boeing was huge. And uh, just being part of that, there was a lot of energy in that show. So it was, uh, it was definitely that for me. Well, for me, um, it has to be 1988 in the Showboat Invitational when I won uh, for two things. It was my first title in the U.S., but it was my second title because I won previous to that in 87 in Japan. But the most memo memorable about it was because I beat Mark Roth, and Mark Roth was my, is my idol since right. I was growing up. I was, I was like in Venezuela, and people flew to Miami, and they would tape, you know, with VHS tapes, uh, the TV shows every Saturday. And they would send them to me, and I would watch him over and over and over again. So, I, and then, and that bowling with him, my first time in the U.S. and beating him was like incredible. You know, one of those dreams that you say, you dream it, and it and it really happened. Wow, you know? that's cool. So we can well, apparently that's not your first title, Amaro. The first title was Beach Runner at the Boardwalk in uh, Atlantic City. It was a few, a few years before that. 86, 86, you're right. Uh, you're, you're speaking about Japan, you, you brought up you yeah, found an interesting fact about I found that. an interesting fact today that when I was doing a little homework, um, that your first title 
was the 1987 Japan Cup, Mr. Monticelli. And Mr. Yes. Levin, your last title on the PBA Tour was the 2001 Japan Cup. So you guys have that, you have that kindred bond, even with the Japan thing. And Leto's first win, 87 in Japan, and your last win on the regular tour, 2001 in Japan. So that, that makes you guys even more connected than we know. Well, that's <laughs> and Leto's last tour title as well, because he won it again. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that was my, 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 my first title was Japan. My 20 title is, was Japan, and yeah. actually was in the same bowling center Wow. The lanes were wood still. Wow. You don't see much yeah. of that anymore. Wow. That's pretty amazing, yes. Hey, uh, Bob, in that, on that show in 96, if memory serves me right, wasn't Johnny Petraglia part? I, I think you beat Johnny that day, right? In the final, on one of the final matches. It was actually the first match, and I shot 300 against him. Right. Um, you know, and uh, the cool thing about that is uh, Johnny would do the – wheelchair uh, veterans uh, tournament. Yeah. We'd have a doubles tournament with them. We're at Carolera just uh, just before, uh, two years before that, when he shot 300 on TV. Yes. And, uh, you know, experiencing there, uh, we all went into the bar to watch. We stopped the tournament to watch him bowl, and then he shot 300. Yeah. And uh, the emotion that drew uh, from those veterans watching him, because he was really big for them. You know, he, he did a lot for them, and uh, – uh, they were kind of like their his hero. I mean, he was their hero, sure. and uh, and you know here I am uh, feeling that same thing against him just uh, you know two years later. Yeah, he was on that show, right? Yeah, and I uh, wasn't Ron Palumbi on that show too. He was a Ron Palumbi. Well, I think he was right. Palumbi was on. That well, show. he he was in the he was in the crowd. He was sitting next to my wife actually. Oh, okay, because uh, I do remember him being. He had the curly hair. And I kind of remember him. Yeah, I thought he was bowling, but he was a Pennsylvania guy too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, for our little town of Erie, Pennsylvania, we we had Polambi uh, and myself. We both together on the same junior league team. Wow. Uh, and then went out with you know aspirations of, of going out on tour and winning titles, and, right. and we were able to achieve that. And then you have Mike Machuga, who right. uh, as well, and then his brother-in-law, who lives. In uh, in area as well, Mike Shady. Okay, wow. So for a very small town, we've had uh, quite a bit of success coming out of there. And going back to again how good and structured, how well structured our youth programs were, that helped a lot, and uh, it made it meaningful, right? So sure. uh, that, and of course, watching every Saturday, oh, yeah. watching our heroes bowling on Saturday uh, didn't didn't hurt us none. Oh yeah, for sure. How how important do you think that is uh, it, for the future of the sport and for um, youth bowlers to see that, to look up to? Well, out of sight, out of mind. So being able to see it um, and seeing it regularly so, you know, people know when to find it. And again, uh, we see the scheduling, again, you know, got changed to Saturday, which I, I like anyway, just because it, brings back, you know, what we used to have. But the fact that we have uh, appointment TV, uh, for a while we were scattered and we lost the following because of it. And I think uh, I know with my high school, uh, I'm sorry, my college kids and a lot of the college kids, they're, they are those kids that, you know, were me growing up. They're really engaged. They talk about the shows. 
They talk about, you know, uh, what balls are used and how they're playing the lanes, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And so it, it means a lot. Yeah. You know, I just think you have to have uh, – it has to be inspirational, uh, aspirational. You have to have a show uh, to be able to, you know, incite that. Yeah. Yeah, I feel the same way. I mean, I think uh, it's very important that they have the shows and actually at the same time every every weekend, you know, so people know that they're waiting for that time to see it. Just like when, when we were on ABC Sports, every Saturday afternoon at 3 o'clock, everybody was waiting for that moment. But when yeah. they start changing times and, and you know, it, it's kind of hard to follow, you know, you're going to lose uh, followers. But I think right now we're in the right direction with the new group that took over the PBA Bolero. I think uh, they're doing a good job in flow bowling and all that. I think uh, we're in the right track right now. Yeah, and, and the, the being on Fox, so the, yeah. the cool thing is that you've got majors on, on a major network, uh, and then you have the Fox Sports Forum, but you've got a mixture of it at mm-hmm. regular schedule. I couldn't echo that more. Yeah. The, the ladies, uh, a little bit more scattered maybe, but a lot of, there were some Tuesday night shows in the yeah. summertime, bowling's on every, it was, I think it's Tuesday night at 7 o'clock on CBS Sports, yeah. which is great because it's a set time. Yeah. Uh, and and the ratings have been great. So the PBA is reporting great numbers, and yeah. it's, it's exciting to to uh, to see that. Yeah. And, you know, uh, Michelle Durkin reminds us that she grew up watching ABC Sports on Saturday. She never missed it. Right. We were hoping that, that M. Leto was on the show every week. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? On that note, I'm going to pick it back on that because M. Leto, I can tell you that the producer who used to work on that show, her name is Carol Letty, used to work. Yes, Carol. Yeah. Carol, right? Okay. Yeah. I work there. ABC, that's where I work. And okay. I, I can tell you that you were her favorite bowler. She used to leave to go to the show stop. Unusually, she would fly out like on a Thursday, maybe a Wednesday night. And she would always say, God, I hope Adam Leto makes the show this week. <laughs> you were her favorite bowler. So she had that's a story. Funny. And she was a producer of that Pro Bowlers tour for a long time. Yes, right know. To the end. We, we saw it every weekend. Yeah. Over yes. Yeah. All those great. Guys, all those guys who worked in that truck and all that, I scheduled all them. That that's what wow. I do. Yeah, I worked okay. there. All the technicians. That's great. And all that. Yeah. So uh you definitely were one of the favorites of all the ABC sports crew. Sure. And the girls yeah, at the balcony at the uh, showboat. <laughs> yeah, and the girls at the beach. <laughs> yeah. Well, the crew, the, the, the ABC crew was like family to all of us, too. Family, yeah. And they yeah. really were. Yeah. Uh, we, we, you know, get to see them every week and, you know, get to talk to them and whatnot. And so, I mean, that was, uh, that was just part of our tour as well that made it uh, so, you know, so great to be part of. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Yep, for sure. Yeah, I remember the last show uh, with Nelson Burton, him and uh, Shankle. They couldn't even finish. They were both breaking up crying. It Unbelievable. Was, yeah. That was that was like a family. You're right, Bob. Yeah. That was very. Uh, that was a good crew. That, that yes, was, it was. Yes, yep, it was. Yeah. And talk about men with stories. Uh, Nelson Burton's got a lot of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he does. He does. Yeah, he does. Yes, he does. A, a glass helps him too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. As it helps all of us. Yeah. Hey, uh, you, uh, you guys have been awesome. We really appreci- appreciate you really uh, dropping in and yep. spending some time with us today. Uh, 
it's great stuff. You yeah. And so we we appreciate you sharing one your knowledge and of course the stories. I said, listen, have, talking to these Absolutely. stories with yeah. you guys. Yep. Uh, you know, of course, I'm Bob reminds of Leto that you're older. He's older than you. He's younger than you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we really do. And you, we'll, we'll, we're going to have to have you here back at at, at Rab soon. Absolutely. Uh, and we got your cake. We have your cake. We're gonna light the candles. Yeah, we can. We can light the candles. Yeah. It's a lot of candles. I'll do one of the numbers. It's only ten. It's only ten, like a rack of pins. All right. All right. Can you even light the candles? Oh God. We're having some technical difficulties. Yeah. Uh, we, we spared you of our singing. I'll yeah. drink to that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, that's what we should have had. Bob should simulate a, a, a blowing of the candles. You're going to blow them out for him. You might not be able to light all of them. You might burn us down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, don't, I don't think he has enough breath for that. A little far. She, of course, is going to light every single candle. Of course, I am. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay, Bob. Because I'm a I'm a '62 child too. You were born the same year, Bob. I'm a '62 guy, so you're in good company. Um, are you older or younger? November. You got me beat. All right. All right. <laughs> hey, 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 Bob. What are the birthday plans? Well, my wife made me uh, my favorite. Now, I know a lot of people say, you know, my wife makes great spaghetti sauce, but she actually got this recipe 35 years ago from an old Italian lady. And uh, she does make an amazing sauce. She's making that for me today. And then my favorite chocolate chip cookies. So oh, she's wow. baking me chocolate chip cookies. And, awesome. um, and you know, I like, I actually like milk with my cookies. So I went out and bought two gallons of milk. Uh, so I figure I can get through about three dozen of those cookies. Very nice. Good for you. Excellent. You know, it's funny. Everybody, the sauce or the meatballs? Is it great? It's gravy or sauce in your house? Right. Is it gravy or sauce? Sauce. 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 The gravy or sauce? Oh, my God. Is it, is it gravy or sauce, Amaro? All right. Yeah, make a, make, I like that sauce, too. Sauce. Make a wish so we can... <laughs> You, somebody's gonna be Bob's gonna make a wish. Bob, Les is gonna blow make it out a wish, for you. Bob. <laughs> Here, don't spit on our cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we All right. Hey guys, thanks again, Thank Bob. You. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Uh, Thank you guys. You look forward. To thanks for having us on. Thank you. Thank you. We had a great time. Ambassadors for the game. You guys are great. I love your name, Nazareth. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. All right, we'll Take see care, you guys. Thank, Thank you so much. Guys. Thank Great you. Sorry, Bob. You did the math of it. They were great. Yeah. That was awesome. You like how he says your name? Yeah. Yes. 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 We should clip that so that way yes. you have that all the time. Yes. That's, that's, that's finance. I'll put that on my ringtone. Yes. That's my ringtone. I like Nazareth. Nazareth. And I come to the phone right now. <laughs> this is Amleto Monicelli yes, from Barquisimeto, Venezuela. I have, I have to tell you, I think, I think that where he's going to be coaching, there's a lot of happy moms <laughs> of those girls that are on that team. And I think here on our home borough, 
there's a lot of women that can't wait for him to come back here and take a jog in South Beach. <laughs> I have to say, uh, when he was up here last time, when they were both up here last time, great communicators yeah. and really nice gentlemen. Yeah. I mean, really, we couldn't have asked for, like Frankie said earlier, uh, true ambassadors yeah, of the sport. They really really yeah. uh, inclusive yeah. uh guys very very nice really and you know what abc the crew that worked that was the honest truth they all loved the guys there but amletto was their favorite well he's a a nice guy he's obviously attractive yes you know uh, yes the uh and it helps when they're nice yes very 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 nice yeah their relationship right and that goes back a long a long way and and when you see these guys together uh, you think that's great. You have to see them together, and yeah. they're constantly yeah. breaking each other's chops. Yeah, yeah. Costanza and Seinfeld, it seems. Yes. Yeah, you know, uh, Naz, that that inspired me. I'm going to learn a new language so that uh, we we've dropped a few bombs on the show. Yeah. Uh, Kelly Kulik, for facts, was the first yes. to drop right. a bomb on the show. She used this, the the crap word, and I yeah. they, it, she, for the first guest. Yeah. Uh, and I reminded Kelly a couple times that we were laughing about it. Uh, but we might have to learn a new language so that way we could say whatever we want, yeah. and no, or and nobody will know. Maybe, yeah. no, maybe they will. I don't know. You know, right. we, well, we do. We've got well, worldwide ratings. We yet. do. We're ratings, <laughs> ratings bonanza. Caught <laughs> <laughs> all over the world. I, you know, I know some Italian, but so does everybody else. I can teach right. you some Brooklyn. I give you a little Brooklyn. bit of Brooklyn. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> yeah, that's a language all on, onto itself. <laughs> Well, that was great, uh, and a happy birthday to Bob. Yeah. Happy birthday! Uh, cake I mean, it's good. not the best way to have to celebrate your birthday, no, but you but do, you do, you do what you can. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow is Easter Sunday. Yes. Certainly not the same old Easter that we're used no. to. Yeah, it's not. It's a little sad. A little... Even even my friend the Pope is shaking. And you know, his head <laughs> it's not the same. But... Um, you know, I I think it maybe this brings with it a little bit more appreciation for what we took for granted for so long you know the whole getting together with your family some people blew it into a big thing where it almost became yeah an annoyance yeah but you know simple just be with each other and i think that's what everybody's missing right now and you know hopefully we'll we'll go back to a time where things are simpler you know That's yeah, true. and uh, we, we uh, our Jewish friends who are celebrating Passover. I, I would say I said it the other day. I love seeing the Zoom calls, the Seder yes. dinners, yes. and I'm hoping the same happens tomorrow, where families still can get together, but uh, in in the digital space. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's sure not the same. Listen, we have traditions. Yeah, uh, a tradition totally broken this year. Usually, yeah. everybody comes in. And we we make the pizza rustica oh, with my yeah. aunt. It starts here, right? Uh, and then whatever we cook, and so we kind of you know it's a little mixed up. So yeah. you know what? Again, to your point, you know, new traditions. Uh, lots of reflection, yeah. uh, lots of opportunity to watch a s- Sunday mass. Uh, yeah. Through, uh, I've seen some of our, our priest friends doing some masses on Facebook, yeah. Yeah. Uh, YouTube. So take take advantage of, of those opportunities and, and welcome that into your your house. That's yeah. Yeah. Uh, so a bo- as us Italians would say, Bonabas. 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 Yeah, you can watch tomorrow, Channel Ten, at nine a.m. We'll have the Easter mass. Oh. That's WLNY for you folks out there who go with your different kids. <laughs> I can't get the, the television guy out of me. WLNY. And the other yeah. New York tradition is the Easter Parade. So, you know, yes. these are things yeah. that, that's you know, right. you're missing out on. Yeah. Uh, and so we're going to take a break. We don't have a show tomorrow. 
doesn't mean we might not pop in and say hello. You never know. Uh, tomorrow, Easter Sunday, you, you just never you never know what's going to happen. Never know. Live from Rav. Right. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll, Maz and I will maybe we'll pop in and say hello. Uh, but we no no show tomorrow. But we're back at a regularly scheduled time on Monday, two o'clock. It's Music Monday. Uh, and so we're getting ready. We're working on a, on our guests this week. We've got a, a guest build uh, week, and you'll hear more about it over the week uh, tomorrow and Monday. And the next Saturday, in the theme of Pro, Pro Bowlers Bowl Saturday, Saturday. News, news to me too. Huh? Oh, breaking news! Breaking, breaking news! news. Breaking, breaking news. news! This is a special report. <laughs> <laughs> the first family of bowling, one of the, the Bone family, is going to be joining oh, us next Saturday. Oh, my, my one-time look-alike until he shaved the mustache. <laughs> oh, wait yes. till you see him. So him and Leslie were uh, live on Facebook yesterday, and he's got he's got a beard going. Really? Yeah, Barbara's Oh, I could do that in like two days. <laughs> Maybe you should grow it for next Saturday. I, well, I don't grow it on my head, but I can grow it on my face. <laughs> I can have it beard by Tuesday morning. So That's next fun. so next Saturday, we look forward to uh, the Bone family coming oh, in. Oh, awesome. We talk about stories and what's happening there. Oh, yes. Uh, that, that, that'll be great. So yeah. an awesome week ahead. We hope you enjoy your, your family. Remember, yes. Joe, wash your hands. Definitely. Don't, don't touch, touch the fudge. Don't touch you fudge, please. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, I saw something yesterday. Life. They were talking uh, about that the average person touches their face 30 times Once. an hour. Yeah. It's... So, and it, they said it, it, it. it's just human nature to touch your yeah. face somehow but it's a nervous habit and especially in a time now when allergies are raging oh, they're brutal. it's yeah. uh difficult not to yeah it's change of weather is, yeah. is is crazy yeah absolutely yeah. crazy yeah. hey uh, we have to make sure so uh we this is we, we keep talking about food and how we're handling this at home so today's meme of the day i, I thought this was hilarious yeah. <laughs> yes finally covid19 is gone now how do we get out <laughs> <laughs> I hope none of us look like that. Maybe some butter around the door frame. <laughs> Maybe a shoehorn. I'm not sure, but it's going to take some doing. Uh, for, the crazy, we talked about this. I actually lost weight. And I think yeah, that's from not too. going out, eating yeah. early, the, all of those things. I'm, I'm a late eater. Yeah, yeah. I, it just, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. But uh, my mother, not so much. She keeps well, complaining about you know that. What I think and is, we're eating great. We're eating yeah. healthy. Well, uh, the uh, intermittent fasting is yeah. the big thing right now. Yes. And it goes back years of a way to eat healthy. Yeah. And I think that maybe these new habits, we kind of are kind of doing it. I know me, I wake up, I, I don't eat in the morning. So I don't eat until like after we leave here. So that's at least 16 hours wow, probably of uh, uh, 12 to 16 hours of not eating that's so a lot of fasting it's a it's yeah. but you know yeah. and then uh, you know when i go home i'm eating salad i'm yeah. eating you know chicken or yeah. whatever so yeah we're not having as much as the snacking in between yes yeah, yes the yeah, snacking is the when we go to sit down and watch the tv late at night though that's the, yeah that's, yeah that's you, you want to go yeah you want to go grab something. So yeah. we've, we've been good. I haven't been able to grab popcorn, though. We have no popcorn in the house. I actually No kernels, popcorn. no popcorn. So that's yeah. been, that bothered me a little bit. I have a Rice Krispie treat waiting for me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I have hey. Don't, don't. No, don't nobody don't. knows. Well, for me. Thanks again for joining us. Yes, thank uh, you. This was uh, Live from Rabs, episode 22. 22. We'll be back at it on Monday, don't regularly scheduled time, 2 o'clock. 
like, please share our videos. Share our videos with your friends, your family. Uh, we want to we want to be able to share the entertainment, the enjoyment that you're you're having with others yeah. uh, that we we're not reaching. If you're watching us on YouTube, like and subscribe. Like, subscribe, share, please. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Bob and Amleto. Yeah, thank you, great. Joe, for um, coming back to the studio. We and, miss uh, you, always Joe. Welcome. When you're I, not I wish, here. and I miss you guys too. I wish I could make it during the week, but it's okay. That darn television network that I work for—it's <laughs> always something. But that's that's okay. You have to work. Uh, yeah. uh, happy Easter. Happy Easter, all. Yes. Hope so. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see you Monday. See you all. Bye-bye.